Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show. This is perhaps the biggest show of the year, and of course, we've had major uh, connectivity issues, and I apologize for that, and I'm, tr- I'm trying to get myself re-situated here um, tonight. And I don't have Kevin with me at the moment. I'm going to try to bring him in uh, momentarily. Sorry, there's a little bit of a, a weakness with the gain on my interface. Um, I don't know. I just uh, His internet connection kept dropping out, and then when it did, it was dropping the whole show. I don't know why, because I host the show on my end, so very strange. Um, but I wanted to make sure we were up and running, and then I was going to bring him in, and then we'll go from there. Um, and if I lose the feed again, guys, I'm, I'm really sorry. I... I like I said, this is perhaps one of the most important shows of the year, and we're 23 minutes late. I apologize for that. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who want to see this show tonight, um, and uh, it's it's just been. I, I, mean, I still might need a few minutes as we as we get going here to try to to try to fix a couple of things here, uh, so we can get everyone here, get everyone watching. That we we have a cigar of the year to to announce tonight, um, and I'm going to tag. All of our followers, even though I know some people don't like that. I saw a post on Facebook today that someone was bitching and complaining um, that they didn't like how people use the at everyone or at followers. Well, then don't go on Facebook. That's my answer to you, bro. Just don't go on Facebook. Sorry. Um, Because some of us use it for good reasons. And this show is one of them. So, um, sorry. But that's just how we're going to do it. Um if you don't like it, then unfriend me on Facebook. I don't care. So uh, let me see if I can get Kevin back in here. Uh, I know Mitchell is in the comments. He he couldn't make it with us tonight. Um, he had some stuff going on, on his end. Oh, I apologize for that. So thirsty. It's incredibly warm down here. Um, sorry. Let me uh, let me see if I can get him in. Um, and we'll kind of get this show rolling. I think Nicole may make an appearance. I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see. Um, sorry. Okay, let's just get that out of there for now. Um, just waiting on Kevin to uh, to dial in so I can get the uh, the show banter going. Um, I am while we wait for him. Let's see if let's see if this will work. All right. So there's Kevin. Kevin is all right. So Kevin's here. Hopefully we don't lose him, because um, that would not be fun. Um, I uh, I'm gonna switch screen. I think I might have to. Oh no, you're you're already in there. All right, good. So I don't have to worry about that. Um, Kevin, finally you're here. Welcome into the show. Thank you. I have um, a new Wi-Fi connection too to hopefully prevent all the uh, stupid disconnection crap that we we're having last week. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been having some connectivity issues, and uh, I know I know how frustrating that can be. Um, so, so we so we up we upped our uh, connection speed, and I got a new router, and I got a new router and a new modem, so we should be good. Um, yeah, I, hopefully we don't we don't lose you again, because uh, we we do have a, a a somewhat of a long show here ahead of us, um, and perhaps one of the most important shows of the year. Um, I just, I, uh, hold on one second. 
We are live. Yeah, again, I apologize because I know people probably came in looking for us and then we were disappeared and then, and then I hope people didn't give up on us. This is obviously a, a very important show uh, tonight and I, I want to make sure that everyone um, can find us and gets tuned in. So I am kind of delaying a little bit so that I can make sure that people get into the show because, um, you know, I don't I don't want anyone to, to miss to miss the show tonight. Um, we got a lot to do. We have a lot to talk about. Um, well, you know, with the technical difficulties that we're having, you know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm drinking. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I wish I could, but that's one thing I uh, I forgot to grab because I've just I've had too stressful of a day. So um, I was just scrambling, just trying to get this show to happen. So um, the um, sorry, I'm just I'm doing a couple of things here just to make sure I I, I got this thing going. Um, but we have 25 cigars that we're going to unveil to you tonight. Um, our cigar of the year list, as well as, of course, who the number one cigar is. Uh, let's talk really quick while we're kind of still doing a couple things in the background. Uh, what we're smoking tonight. Um, I, oh, I have to bring Kevin back in here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first, just for the sake of being quick and easy, and then I'll let you let you go. I'm smoking last year's cigar of the year. This is the Alfonso Extra Añejo number four. This is our 2020. Sorry, what year is it? It's our 2022 cigar of the year, so um, I figured, hey, why not smoke the outgoing champ while we bring in the new champ? So that's what I'm smoking tonight. Um, Kevin, what are you smoking with us? I actually wasn't that crafty. I am actually smoking the uh, Cavalier Limited Edition from 2022. That's a great cigar, though. That's still a great it is cigar. An amazing cigar. It is. A, it is an outstanding cigar. Um. And to be honest with you, my my cigar choice wasn't even planned. This was something that I, I kind of came up with um, at the last minute. I I saw one and I was like, oh, you know, hmm, I probably should smoke that because that's that's who won last year. And I'm like, it probably makes sense to smoke that on the show tonight. Um, I thought about maybe um, smoking the cigar of the year um, for this year on the show. And, you know, just playing, you know, and starting the show like, oh, this, I just really wanted this, you know, and then getting to the end. Uh, but then I'm like, no, because you know what? Someone will figure it out and someone will ruin it. Like William Cooper. Um, <laughs> no, no I'm, just, I'm just, just Or somebody would just throw shade and bullshit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, that's, <laughs> that's my situation. Um And, uh, but, but I'm, I'm prepared and I, and I have some backups here too. I, I mean, depending on how long this show goes, so, uh, we'll, we'll see. And, um, sorry, I have to, uh, just do one thing. Um, okay. So, um, I think the show is situated. I think the show is good. Our cigars, once again, brought to you by... Sorry, I didn't mention this before. Our cigars are brought to you by the number 2 guyscigarscom That's right, the number 2 guyscigarscom Head over there now for an amazing selection of cigars and cigar accessories from all over the industry, including the Alfonso Extra Añejo, um, last year's Cigar of the Year winner, as well as... I'm trying to do the quick math off my head. Let me see. Uh... 
with probably a good amount, a majority of tonight's list, I think you can buy at the number two guys cigars.com. I, not every single one, I'll be honest, not every single one, but I think uh, there's a there's a there's a good there's a good percentage because I'm looking at the list and I'm like, I bought those there, I bought those there. Um, there's obviously some limited edition stuff. There's there's a couple limited edition stuff that they did stock at one point, but. You know, they probably don't always have it, but you can always go there and ask them if they if they have it or when they're getting it in. So that is definitely the place to go. The number two guyscigars.com. Now we are also, once again, we can't do this show or any show ever without um our friends from ST DuPont. That's right. ST DuPont is the only company that we trust to cut and light our cigars. On the Smoke and Tobacco Show as well as the Spare Note Show, everyone on our team here loves SD DuPont. I'm using my SD DuPont cutter that I cut my cigar with, and I'm actually switching it up. I am not using my Defi Extreme or Defi Extreme, however you want to say it. I'm using my Line 2 with the perfect ping to light my cigar. I think, Kevin, you are too, huh? Yes, I am. Figure it's a special show. you got to break out the special lighter, right? Oh yeah, and you know you got to use a special lighter on special cigars. You know it's a whole thing. So um, we just get lit here. Sorry about that. You're just special, Matt. Mm, I try. I <laughs> wish I I wish I was special, but I don't think so. Um, ooh, that is very creamy. Thank you. Um, I do have. Um, I have booze with me now. I have a Weller Special Reserve that I'm going to open tonight on the show. Let's see. We have the EP Carrillo Allegiance, uh, which we saw earlier this year. This cigar, uh, a fantastic cigar. I mean, you know, everything that's been coming out of that factory, everything that EP Carrillo has been putting out lately has been just absolutely I mean, I can't even smoke this cigar. That's that's done now. Um, so everything that's been coming out of that cigar, I mean, that, that factory has just been it's been amazing. It's it's been fantastic, and um, you know when this came out, I, I had a lot of hopes for it, and I remember I smoked it um, very, very very early in the year, um, and I loved it. I fell in love with it right away, and I, and right away I, I thought about it for the list, and so um, I keep a list with me, and I don't know what the rest of my team does, but I know everyone kind of does their own thing, but I, I keep a list with me throughout the year as I smoke certain things, um, that. Uh, I come across and I go, oh, like we're gonna remember this for the end of the year, you know, because of the, you know, because of the top twenty-five and cigar of the year. Uh, this was one of those cigars I jotted down right away, um, very early in the year. I said, this is a cigar I can't forget about when we get into the fall and we start thinking about the list because um, it's just been lights out. And you know, I know that they've had a lot of success, you know, with other media publications with some of their other cigars. Um, the Pledge of Allegiance, just as an honorable mention, uh, I know was one that, that came out this year. Another great cigar. That cigar went like that. Uh, it, it flew out of shelves. Um, so uh, it's just I wanted to make sure they were included on the list. This was a tough list. I, I had a whole spiel I wanted to get into, but now I just feel like I'm, I'm racing against the the potential doomsday clock of when my feed drops out again. I hope it doesn't, but um, you know, putting the, what I wanted to say at the beginning of the show is, um, you know, putting this list together has been very difficult. Um, I know that in my conversations with some of the other folks in the media, um, you know, I, I, um, 
Sorry, I just I, I have to I have to answer this message. I, I I'm, it sucks when you're when you're a one man show because then you can't pause um, for anything because there's this it's just dead air and wow this is this is very difficult. This is not how I wanted my cigar of the year show to go. Um, uh, people are just gonna have to wait. I'm sorry. Um, what are we doing here? <laughs> this is uh, wow. This is very disappointing. I, this is really not how I wanted my show to go. I, I'm. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, wow. Very disappointed. Very embarrassed, too. I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm just, I'm very embarrassed. I'm very sorry. I, I don't have any of my team here. I'm up, I'm all up all alone. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm rushing through my list now. And this, this is unfortunate. Um, this is very tricky. Um, uh, but yeah, putting this list together has been very difficult. Um, it was it was a tough year for releases. I know if I've had this conversation with with some of the other folks in the media, you know, we all kind of chat on things and end of the year stuff. And um, th there was there was a lot of stuff that came out this year that I think people had a lot of high hopes for um, that didn't necessarily pan out, um, which is unfortunate. And I won't really get into specifics right now, at least because this really isn't the time. Um, but th there was a lot of stuff that we you know, we heard about or was announced or we started to show. And it was like, oh, and there was a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, interest and a lot of hype on these products. And then they came out and we smoked them and it was like, oh, it's not really where I thought that was going to be. Um, so unfortunately, you know, th this was, uh, it's kind of like the inside joke with at least some of the media guys. Um, it was kind of like the year of the, 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 the disappointment. Um, there was, there was a lot of stuff that was released that just kind of didn't pan out. Um, there, but you know, again, there was great stuff that did come out. We, we have a list of 25 of that, the, that the entire team, you know, worked together on that, you know, we all felt in one way or another was worthy of being on the list. Um, so, you know, we were able to put a list together, but, th but there was, there was a lot of stuff that we had hopes for, uh, that unfortunately, you know, when we actually got down to the, to the business of it, it was like, oh, this, this is just not list worthy. And unfortunately that happens sometimes. And, you know, and it, in a move to be integral, um, you know, to what we do, it's unfortunately you have to make tough decisions. So, sorry, I'm just trying to get my cigar relit. Um, I'm a one-man show here, so I'm I'm doing my best. I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing my best here. I, I apologize. Let me um let me just do one thing. I I am so sorry, everybody. This has just been, this has been very disappointing. Um, um, but anyway, I'm going to do the best I can with this list. So um, anyway, number 25, the EP Carrillo Allegiance. Uh, at number 24, we had the Hooten Young Operation Gothic Serpent. Um, this cigar was very interesting. I, I when it was announced, I actually I'll be honest with you. A lot of stories come out and stuff, and, and I don't always put them all out. I know sometimes it says I do, but I, I'm not always the one who puts every story out. You know, there's there's a the there's a bunch of us who who, who work on this. Um, but I remember seeing the story and being like, oh, that's really cool. I, I kind of skimmed through it at first. And then 
you know, a few days had gone by and I remember someone said, oh, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. That's that's cool. I, I didn't. I've never heard of those guys before, but, you know, I'll go check them out at the trade show. And I think it was it was Carney who said to me, like, no, like, did you know, you know, who they were? And, and when I found out, I was like, oh, and then I was like, yeah, that's what Operation Gothic Serpent was, was, you know, the, the famous the Black Hawk Down mission. And I was like, oh, and he told me the whole story. And then he was like, you know, one of the guys from that mission is from my town in Maine. Um, and so I, on a personal level, um, you know, Carney, it meant a lot to him. He's like, I want to get some of those cigars. I'm going to bring them back to Lincoln, Maine. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to smoke them there. And um, and we, you know, I, I didn't go to the booth at the, at the trade show, but I know the, the guys did. Um, and they and they met with them and they were, you know, really humbled by the experience and, and those people. And. I was like, all right, you know, this this is cool. And when the cigars came out, it was like, all right, I'm gonna give them a shot. And they were really they were really good. And I have to give those guys a lot of credit. You know, they have a great cigar, they have a great story. Um, if you don't know the story, uh, you've pr you've probably you've probably heard something about it, whether you realize it or not. But you should definitely you know check them out. But also check out the cigar. The cigar was great. You know, I, this was a, a contender on the list right from the get go, right out of the gate. So. Uh, again, another one of those cigars that, you know, I think a lot of us had written down that was like, hey, you know, um, we got to consider this. And, and it did make the list. I know probably not as high as, you know, some people might might have thought, but, you know, it, it, it did make the list. So really happy to have it there. Um, at number 23, sorry, I have to close and then open. At number 23, uh, the Illusion or Illusione. I don't, I'm, again, people who know me know I'm horrible with pronunciation. I, I still don't know which way it's preferred to be announced, but the uh, original documents Habano, um, you know, this is a, I know Ke it's too bad. I wanted Kevin on here for this one uh, because I know this is one that Kevin uh, really enjoyed. And uh, he, he was a, he was a, uh, a huge fan of the cigar when it came out. And um, you know, th this cigar, you know, it performed great. Um, a lot of flavor, you know, illusion they've been doing a lot of different things in the last couple of years. Uh, I know that they've been working on some rebranding, some repackaging, and some stuff like that. And um, you know, this cigar came out, and um, it was again. This was just another one of those cigars that really got the team excited. Um, it's it's been a, it's been a favorite all year. So of course, it made its way onto the list. Um, and rolling into the the number twenty two spot, close that one out. Bring this one in. Um, the Wildfire, uh, the Wanderer. So Wildfire is a is a small little brand that I'm sure anyone who's followed any anybody's PCA coverage has probably or any of the videos I may or may not have posted from the trade show in 2022 uh, might might recognize. Um, uh, if, if anyone's ever seen any of the videos of Jeremy, <laughs> who owns the brand, uh, he was the one um, who was doing the very seductive um, dance on Matt Booth's stripper pole at his booth um, at the trade show in 2022. Um, not, and 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 he and he he got some FaceTime with that, but he is known for uh, his brand Wildfire cigars, uh, and this this was his his latest creation, the Wanderer. Um, which uh, I, I again, as this was this was another one that was uh, a big favorite of Kevin's actually, um, the uh, the Illusioni and the Wildfire. These were these were two favorites of Kevin's. So um, I know that he he was a big fan of these and, and and had a lot to say on these two. And unfortunately, he's he's not here. But um, 
we still have our feet up, which is great. So um, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're still live. So hopefully that, that helps. Um, but unfortunately, I, I, I wish I could have made it work with him. But, um, you know, and he's not here. But hopefully he's in the comments and he can comment along on this because, um, uh, I, I, again, I know he had a lot to say on this one. Uh, but moving right along, sorry, I, I, again, I, I hate to rush, but I'm, I want to make sure I can get through most of this list before something happens again. Uh, and number 21, West Tampa Red. Uh, West Tampa, you know, we first saw them come onto the scene again. This, I think their first trade show was in 2022. You know, Rick Rodriguez, been in the business, you know, for a while now and, you know, launching his own brand. Um, you know, we saw the first, the first two releases of the West Tampa brand. The red was added last year. Um, I, this was, again, this was one of those cigars where, you know, you, you kind of break down brands and when you're talking about stuff that comes out during the year and, and, you know, we're trying new things and we're looking at things, you know, you, you, you kind of break it down by, you know, the big boys and then like the, the, the kind of the middle of the road guys and then kind of like everybody else, uh, especially like in, in the boutique sector. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And we'll, I'll probably kind of get into that when I have other people here to discuss it with. Uh, and it's probably going to be like a spare notes topic, but um, it, it's, it's easy to carp, to compartmentalize um, the companies that way, just because of a lot of moving, a lot of different reasons, a lot of, a lot of moving pieces. Some of the bigger companies, there's, there's a lot more releases usually with them in a year because they're bigger and, kind of you know their reach and whatnot and you kind of break it down from there then the boutique stuff is interesting because even though they're not big companies you know there's a lot more boutique companies than there are big companies and especially in today's day and age with the cigar industry you have a lot more people um really venturing out and exploring stuff and the boutique brands are the ones that you know you're you're, you're getting more traction with nowadays um not that they get more traction than obviously these big legacy names have been around who have massive fan bases, but they're, they're getting more love than I think they, they probably would have, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Um, and West Tampa red, uh, was one of those cigars that came out from, you know, West, West Tampa tobacco, which is a brand that, I mean, it came on the scene last year or two, uh, two years ago now, sorry. Um, and right out of the gate, they had a lot of traction and they've just, they really kept up that momentum. You know, they released this one this year and again, it was just, they, they're keeping that train rolling. The cigar was fantastic, performed really well. Again, another team favorite. Um, this was one that, you know, I, I know the guys have been talking about all year. When we started talking about the list. Like this was one of the first cigars that they even, you know, mentioned and it was like, oh, you know, we got to revisit those. So, um, it wasn't really a surprise to see them on the list you know, excited, excited to see them on the list, you know, see them doing some good things. You know, I've, I've, I was always kind of excited for West Tampa to see, you know, kind of what they, what they were going to do, you know, when they first came out and so far, you know, they've, they've done really well in their first few years. So just a huge shout out to them. Uh, at number 20, we have the La Aroma de Cuba, Connecticut. So this is a brand that's owned by Ashton, for, for those who don't know. Um, Ashton cigars are, are made by Tabacalera and Fuente Isia in the Dominican Republic by the by the uh, uh, Fuente family. Sorry. Um, La Roma de Cuba is made at My Father's Cigars in Nicaragua. Um, perhaps the, you know, the other major strong brand that, you know, the Ashton portfolio has. And this this is a brand that I've been a fan of for many years. Uh, one, because, you know, I just I love the cigars. Two, I, I like the factory they come out of. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of an easy sell for me. But, you know, you've seen a lot of, you know, Connecticut additions to a lot of these um, these core lines from from some pretty big names. You know, I know, I know Gurkha added some this year to their Ghost line, which is perhaps their best-selling line that they have. Um, 
you know, and, the, and there was a few others. And we, we talked about this um, on a couple of shows, you know, throughout the year. Um, so to see them add one to, to their their pretty vast La Roma de Cuba brand um, wasn't really a surprise. Kind of more, I think the, the talk was, oh, like what took them so long, you know? Um, but, you know, not in a bad way. I mean, it, it, it's they're great cigars. It's just kind of like, oh, I, I like Connecticut sometimes too. It, I'd love to have one. And they said they did. And I remember, you know, seeing at the trade show, I, I think it was already released before the show, but it was there being exhibited. Um, and I, th I think we, we grabbed some of those after the show and we started smoking through them. And uh, my favorite size was, was the small Corona size that they had. Um, I think it performed extremely well. And it, it just... Um, it's so much flavor, you know, the quality, the consistency, it, it's all there with the rest of the cigars that they put out. Ashton's not a company that puts out cigars every year. Um, they're, they're not one of those brands that always has to do something new and they're not shy about that. And they're not afraid to say that. And, you know, and that, and whatever works for their business, um, you know, is great. Um, they've, they've done a great job of just doing what they do. Um, this year it was time, you know, it was time for a new release. The last cigar they put out was the Passion which was also, you know, in the La Roma de Cuba line that came out in the 2021 show. Uh, so, you know, two years, you know, they put on another cigar. Um, I'd be surprised if I saw something new from Ashton in a couple months when we go to the next PCA trade show. Um, I, I expect to probably probably see them just working on what they have now and maybe releasing something new in 2025 when we actually go to New Orleans for uh, the next trade show after that. So, uh that is our number 20 spot. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my drink here. Sorry about that. Ha-ha! Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Tatawahe. It wouldn't be a list if Tatawahe wasn't on there. Um, what can I say? Um, Tatawahe... This actually... No, I don't want to say that. So, uh, the Tatawahe 10th anniversary uh, Tuxla... Uh, the, I'm going to, I actually have, I think I'm going to get this one up pretty close. The Bon Chasseur, um, you know, Pete has been working with uh, the Mexican San Andreas, um, and he's been, you know, he, he had a couple of releases that he's worked with this tobacco. He, he did a, a, a T110 in the Tuxla. He did, uh, his, his 10th anniversaries. Um, he also did the Lomo de Cerdo in the Tuxla wrapper, um, which was the, not a redo, but, you know, a, a different variation of the pork tenderloin um, that many have come to know Pete for that has, you know, that came out, I want to say 2012 that was originally released. And uh, and uh, one of those cigars that people have regarded, you know, one of the best cigars of all time. Well, Pete, you know, came out this year and, you know, wanted to do a lot with with the Tuxla and, uh, and, and reintroduced that with the... Uh, the Lomo de Cerdo, the T110, obviously, you know, another big one. Um, he did it with these, and I believe there was a, one other that he did Tuxla with. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but I know this was something that, you know, was kind of popular with Tatuaje this year. Just a lot of Mexican San Andreas. Um, this is a cigar that right out of the gate I fell in love with. Um, you know, uh, on the media side, look, I, I – I try to be unbiased. I try to be very even, but at the same time, I'm still a human being too. Um, sorry, I'm still trying to enjoy my cigar. Um, you know that um, that uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. 
um, that cigar was, was just one of those ones that, you know, right away, um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Tatawahe. Um, on, on a personal note, I know I probably shouldn't say that, but, um, again, I'm still a person too. I, I do like what I like. I, I've always been a fan of Pete's and, and, the, and the cigars that he makes. Um, so I was excited to try this. I'm really big personally on Pete's broadleaf stuff. Uh, I've, I've just, I've always been such a huge fan. It's, it's some of my favorite stuff in the world. Um, when I put it on like my personal list, which I will not share with you, um, you know, Datuaje, a lot of the different stuff, um, in the, in the broadleaf is, is my all time favorite. So I was curious when he wanted to, you know, come up with all these variations with the Mexican San Andreas with the Tuxla. Um, I would say in my personal opinion, um, the original versions of all of them, I think were better. Um, just <laughs> not that these were bad by any means. Uh, I still prefer the originals, uh, just because I love them. And I, I have memories of when I first discovered them and be like, Oh shit, this is awesome. Um, but he did, he did, he did really well with the Tuxla. He, he, he did. Um, and he, and he earned a spot on the list, maybe another, I don't know. We'll see. Um, did I say that out loud? Um, but no, he, he did. He did a great job with this cigar. This cigar was, was good. It again, I, 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 I love the original, but this, this cigar really stood on its own as well. Um, so it, it was, it was, it was very easy to, to find a place for this on the list this year because, uh, I, again, just another, another slam dunk from Pete, uh, moving right along at the 18th spot. Um, we have, sorry, we have the Cavalier Geneve white series, uh, limited release, the 48, um, for 2023, this cigar again, you know, Kevin was smoking, I think last year's limited release. I can't remember which one he, I know he was smoking. I don't remember which one he had, but anyway, my point that I was going to get to was, you know, Cavalier Geneve, there's another brand, you know, they're a smaller brand that's, that's really making a lot of effort and strides to, to really grow their, their, their footprint their in their portfolio. And they've done a really great job. I, I'll be honest with you, there hasn't really been anything from them that I haven't liked yet personally. And I think I speak for my team when I say I think they feel the same way. Um, they just, you know, Sebastian and, and Brian, you know, those guys over there, they do a hell of a job. Um, they have some great cigars that make some great releases. This release was another one. I remember the 22 release. Um, the limited release from 22, I, I actually remember when I had that, I was at Smoke Inn in Boynton Beach with, uh, with the GOAT, Alex Devella, and, um, you know, just making conversation and it was like, Hey, you know, what, what do you like? You know, what, you know, what's, um, you know, what's selling good. And the first thing he said was, have you had that Cavalier, you know, LE? And I was like, I know about it. I haven't had it yet. And he's like, no, you're, you're buying that today. You're, you're smoking that cigar. Um, and I smoked that one and I was, I was blown away by it and Almost the same. I didn't get it from smoking, but again, almost the same reaction from this cigar this year. And I was like, yeah, I mean, these guys are consistent. You know, they, they've kept it year over year, um, with their releases and all the things, all the things that they've done. Uh, another honorable mention, you know, the inner circle, um, line that they, they've, they've been working on the last couple of years. Um, those have been some great cigars too. Unfortunately, they didn't make it to the list, but, um, that, that that's not to say that they're not great cigars. I I still think you know those are great too, and and just a huge shout out to those guys for for those as well because they they've been doing some good stuff. So um, that's at our number eighteen slot. We're uh, we're working our way towards the middle here. Um, at number 
17. Sorry, I, I had to pause for a minute. <laughs> it's the Agonor's the Leaf Anniversario Connecticut Toro. Um, we recently reviewed this cigar. I think Mitchell did this review. Uh, got a pretty good score. We had Terrence Riley on the show last week. We talked a little bit about uh, this and some of the other cigars, most notably the, the new size in the Supreme Leaf. That's uh, coming out in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Um, yeah, Aganorsa has been doing a great job. They did a whole rebranding last year. Uh, they've been they've been tweaking some stuff, and they've been coming out with some new stuff. Again, another Connecticut Shade extension to uh, to one of their core lines. Uh, you know, another company to do so, um, and, and it performed well. They did a great job with it, and um, yeah, I'm really happy with this cigar. I I, I smoked it. And right away, I said, we got to get this cigar reviewed as soon as possible because um, it's it's delicious. And uh, I, I want to get a score on it because I want to know what everyone else thinks. And um, it, it made its way into the list for that reason. It's, it performed really well. It scored really well. You know, Agonorsa has some great tobacco. They make some great cigars. Um, they've been absent from our list, I think, the last two years. I could be wrong. I don't have – I have – last year's list somewhat at the front of my brain i don't know if i have the the one before but i'm pretty sure we haven't seen them on our list in two years so uh i was excited to finally see them back on the list um because you know again it's i've always been a fan but you know the last couple of years and I, i've been shy about it they've been you know not as loud you know <laughs> with, with what they've been doing so um you know agonorsa really came out of the gate and, and did some stuff um and, and they are they in the spot on the list. So to shout out to them. Congratulations to them uh, for getting there. We're getting close to our top 15. We are only two cigars away, I believe. Uh, we're getting to number 16. Ah, the Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary Edicion Diamante. I think I got that one pretty good. Uh, give me give me some credit as a gringo. I, I think I got that one pretty good. Uh, listen, Monte Cristo, you know, this is an Altadas USA cigar. Oh, look at this one right here. Boom, in the Torpedo Vitola. Um, this cigar is a cigar that, um, I, it was, I'll be honest with you, it was another one that, it was an easy sell for me. I, I It came out, you know, we got them. I said, I, I have to go through my cigars, and I lit it up, and in the first 10 minutes, I'm like, yeah. I mean, this 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 thing is just great. And I, I just, I kept smoking them. Um, I got them to the guys. They loved them. Um, I, you know, it was an easy sell for me. One of the another brand that I've always enjoyed is you know the the Monte Cristos, um, the, both versions, the Cubans and the non-Cubans, but um, especially the non-Cuban ones. Um, I just I feel they've been on our list before a couple of times I believe, um, and every every year you know the, there's a Monte Cristo release. It's getting to the point where it's, it's kind of hard to not put it on the list because. They've just been so consistent, you know, whether, and even though the cigars are different every year, um, you know, they, they put a lot of effort, they put a lot of time into the cigars that they make, um, over there. And the, the Monte Cristo brand is, is a great brand. It's a, it's a, it's a very recognizable brand and the cigars have just always continued to perform year after year, time and time again. Some of my favorite cigars of all time are Monte Cristos. Um, the 1935 anniversary the whole the whole collection of it is one of my favorites. Uh, the Epic is another one. The uh, the Espada, I always loved that one. Um, it, all the stuff that you know they've done with AJ, you know the Monty, like just every all of those cigars. They're 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 fucking great. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. They they've you know I I just I love them and I, I was 
I smoked this one and right away. Yep, this is on the list this year. Uh, just so fantastic. But Nicole's here with me. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I don't know if your gain is on. Let me turn this up really quick. Let's see. Are you still there? I don't know. Am I? Can people hear me now? There we go. There she is. Yeah, they can hear you now. Your gain was off, but that's okay. Hi, everyone. They can hear you now. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm glad you're here now because now I don't feel so alone. I felt really bad, so I left the baby, and here I am. <laughs> I hope the baby's sleeping at least. She is sleeping. Um, I think it's safe to say we made it 30 minutes, and I think... It, you did pretty good. I think alone. I think it might have <laughs> been Kevin's connection, and I feel really bad to like not bring him back on, but at the same time... Um, I, I, I think he kept, I think he kept dropping us out because now we've been able to sustain the show for 30 minutes. So, well, I figured I'd come in and help. And as most of you know, um, I can smoke my cigar now. <laughs> I was pregnant up until August of last year. So I didn't get the opportunity to smoke all of these cigars. However, um, quite a few in the top 10, I did get to smoke so I can kind of contribute there a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but also do you have a cutter? Mm -hmm. Cause I am cutterless. <laughs> I have that. Thank you. I have this. Uh, once again, uh, thank you to our friends at ST DuPont for cutting and lighting our cigars. Um, well, now that Nicole's here too, you know, I can t I can take a breath because I don't feel so, you know, like I have to just keep it constant <laughs> here. Um, I can kind of relax a little bit. Uh, but one of the things that I wanted to say too is this is our first show. Um, this is our first show in our new, in, in our new home, number one. Mm -hmm. Uh and in our new home, we are lucky enough to have our own smoking lounge slash studio. Um, and it's nice. It's nice. Uh, no more garage studio. You did a good job. No more garage studio. We, no. uh, we can do the show. With heat. In a nice finished <laughs> space. You know, this is, you know, this is awesome. We were downstairs. Uh, we outfitted our own uh, ventilation system. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Are we number nineteen? We are. Oh, we're no, we're way down here. Oh, we're sorry. we're at sixteen. We're we're cruising. I know. I'm smoking sixteen. I know. Now Nicole's lighting it up. Uh, but no, we we're excited. You know, we're here. We got our we got our new studio here, and um, it's comfortable. You know, it's not cold. It doesn't get too smoky in here because we have plenty of ventilation. And uh, which actually, I'm gonna turn up the fans a little bit, which is cool because I can do it right from my phone. Uh, I'm not I'm showing. I'm also swagged out today. I pulled out the sweatshirt, the hat. Yeah, a lot of our clothes have just been still like packed away as we've moved. So I didn't even know that we, I knew we had them. I didn't uh, half of my clothes. I don't even know where they are anymore because everything's still like so packed away. And she's up on the second floor, right? Oh, so if I turn these up a little bit more, I'm not gonna wake her, which is nice. Nope. Oh, sweet. Sorry about this, guys. <laughs> I just want to make sure we stay uh, nice and uh, smokeless. Well, smoke as smokeless as possible down here now that uh now that nicole's here but uh yeah so anyway we're going through the list we're yeah. at we're about to hit number we're about to enter the top 15 so Ooh. which is yeah so we're 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 making our way through here um which is which is really cool also guys i'm sorry i haven't forgotten about the comments i know you guys are commenting here please continue to comment it's just i've been doing too much to go through the comments but i i, I do see them so so thank you um moving right along let's go to number 15 this is not going to be a surprise. No, this is, I, I almost let it slip and <laughs> be, 
He got two slots on the list. So, uh, you know, I, we talk, I, I'm the, this one will probably be a little bit shorter just because I already kind of talked about this. But, um, you know, Lomo DeSerto, again, this was a, um, a, a slightly different variation. It's just a wrapper differential from the original pork tenderloin that, that Pete released. Um, he did it in, in this wrapper. Again, I think a lot of people that I've spoken to agreed with me. I really loved this cigar. This was fantastic. It has performed. There was a lot of hype about it. There was a lot of hype about it. And, and I think the reason being was because, you know, a lot of people were excited to see how did it stand up to the original, which has been very highly regarded in many other media circles, uh, which came out long before we were doing what we do. But um, the original Pork Tenderloin, which featured a, a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, which as as I said before, is, you know, some of my, my favorite tobaccos, especially, you know, with the stuff that Pete does. Um, so I think a lot of people were excited, like, oh, this is kind of coming back, but, you know, it's going to be a little different. A lot of hype. It performed well. I, again, this is my only thing. I I feel as well as many other people did. I think the original still performs much better um, and I think holds a, a much brighter candle. But this cigar, that doesn't mean that this cigar didn't hold its own. It did. It did. It, it just it, means you can't replace the first. No, the, the first will always yeah. be special. The original pork tenderloin will always be special. Um, but uh, this cigar is is still pretty good, too. And it, and it earned its way into the top 15, so where, where it really deserves to be. So um, a huge shout-out to Pete Johnson. You know, two cigars on the list so far. You know, great job. Continue doing what you're doing, Pete. We love you. Um, keep making good cigars so we can keep buying them. <laughs> Or don't, and then we'll stop. <laughs> but no, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to make myself laugh tonight. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm not really in a laughing mood. Um, <laughs> let's see. Number fourteen, the Christoph Trace Compadres. So, uh, in the robusto size, mind you. Um, this cigar came out. So Christoph's a brand that it was one of the first brands I ever smoked, and. Um, I, I have a lot of respect for the for the team over there. They they they're a good company. They've done a lot of they've done a lot of good things. They've made some serious changes, um, you know, over the over the course of their time. Um, and I think they're starting to kind of go in a in a brighter direction. That's like how I want to say that. Uh, I th I had to think about that carefully for a second. They're going in a brighter direction. That's not to say that they weren't in a bright direction, but uh, I've seen some some really good major changes with them. Most notably with the last couple of releases. That guardrail. The last year, the guardrail, the that guardrail was, was really good. They they experimented with some different tobaccos in that, which mm -hmm. was interesting. And I think anyone might be skeptical when they hear like, I think it was did they use uh, was it? No, it wasn't Indonesian. What did they use? There was a there was a weird tobacco in there that they used. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. It was it was from Asia, I believe. It was an Asian tobacco. Um, and I remember being skeptical. But I smoked that cigar, and that cigar was, was, was really, really good. I, I think I smoked that with Jared when he was on like a month or two ago. Um, and then, you know, this year we saw the Trace Compadres as well as the Nicaragua. And then they had their... Um, their PCA 2023 exclusive. This was the best of those three. Uh, the Trace Compadres was delicious. It had um, tobacco from Zimbabwe. Oh, Zimbabwe. Oh, I was way off. It's from Zimbabwe, <laughs> somewhere, um, somewhere. which is very odd. That's not one that people would probably hear very often. So, uh, But no, that cigar mm. was great. Um, and Jared. Oh, look, Jared's you. here. Jared's <laughs> here. Oh, look, it. Jared's here. He, <laughs> there he is. Um, hey, Jared. I miss you, buddy. Um but no, but but seriously, it, it is. It's a it's a weird tobacco that you you like Zimbabwe. But 
it, that cigar tasted fucking amazing. It was great. Um, so, you know, the Trace Compadres, you know, when that came out, I, I grabbed those. I started smoking those. And I was like, yeah, Christoph's. I think Christoph's might make their way back onto the list this year, which is good because they were absent last year and I didn't like it. But, um, you know, they, uh, they, they made their way back. So Trace Compadres was great. Make sure you check that out. The Robusto size really performs, I think, the best. Um, that's why that one was listed on the on the list this year. So uh, go check it out. Number two, guyscigars.com. Uh, they they definitely have it because I, I bought all of mine from them. Um, what was that, 14? So we're on to th- 13, right? Yes. All right. I finally learned how to pronounce this this year because Mike Bullied you. Sesmankavich. <laughs> think i got that one right too uh made sure made sure <laughs> made sure to make me feel bad so i learned how to say it uh but it's not paustani it's paustania um i call it paustain so you're already miles ahead of me well hopefully mike's not hopefully mike's not hopefully mike's not watching the show tonight um <laughs> but no so th- this cigar is made uh by skip martin and mike rosales at uh at nika sueño um at the roma craft tobacco factory um Again, another Connecticut shade version that came out, you know, to a brand this year. Um, specifically in, in the, um, I think it's the Bellicoso size um, that I, I thought was the best. Um, I, I remember this cigar. There was rumblings about this. I think I think Skip, like, posted a photo, like, on Facebook before Mike had the chance to say something. And then it was in... What was interesting is this cigar was also in the, um, in the in the kit at um, Puro Sabor, the, the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival, like way 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 before it was released. So anyone who was part of Puro Sabor had the opportunity to get that cigar pretty early on, and the folks that did, I heard a lot of good things about it. And then of course you know it was formally released, and I got my hands on it, and. Um, I remember the, the the team talked about it and they were like, "Hey, like, um, Paustani, can I get like that's on the list, right?" And I'm like, "Huh, oh yes." And I I did the re-smoke and I'm like, "Yes." So, um, I'm really excited. You know, that's a brand. I I know that I know it's a small brand. You know, you guys know the Cigar Hustler guys. They're great guys. Um, you know, and they've they've done a really good job of building up their uh, their business that they have going on there and you know their their brand side. Um, and I, this was a well-deserved spot, you know, uh, time and time again, you know, we've smoked it several times. Cigar performed really well, a lot of flavor. The blend was really complex. It was done well. Um, you know, no surprise. It, it's coming out of a factory where, you know, uh, they, they put a lot of focus and attention on the tobaccos that they use and the cigars that they roll. So, um, again, just congrats to them, you know, making it, you know, somewhat near the top there, uh, on the list at number 13. They, uh, they they make some great stuff. I'm excited to see what they do in the future. So, um, let's see. Number twelve. Number twelve. Where are we here? Ah, Stephen. How could <laughs> I forget? Everyone was wondering when Steve Saka would make an appearance on the list, and I'm sure many people are not surprised to see him towards the top. Um, He's been on quite a few lists already. He has. And I, although I've seen the Bewitched. I don't know if I've seen the Krakatoa on anyone's list yet. I'll be honest with you. I don't pay attention to a lot of other people's lists. It's not because I don't care, but it's because I, you know, it, it sometimes it's a little mental. Like I like to go into cigar of the year season, kind of blocking everyone else out 
because I don't want to look at someone else's list. Because you know what? You can, and I'll tell you why. Because this, and, and as much as people say, like, oh, that's not true, it doesn't, it does happen. I made the mistake the first year, and I said, never again. It's like the Holocaust. Never <laughs> again. I block it out. I go, I'm doing my list. And when my list is done, then I'll go look at everyone else's list. With the exception of the cigar coupe list, because he, he makes sure that I see his list. But once the list <laughs> is made, then you can kind of look at other ones. Because, uh, face it, I'm Because then I'm I start second-guessing myself. Hold and on. I'm like, wait a minute. But then I'm like, no, this is my list. No, no. I, I pay attention for the Facebook drama people. Have you not seen all of the comments and all of I love. I'm here for the drama. Yeah, I, I like to, <laughs> you know, I don't want to second guess lists. myself. It's wild. It's one wild thing I do, w- but without looking at anyone's list, one thing I do know is that Steve will make his way onto a lot of lists. Um, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not ass kissing. It's, it's just facts. It's science. It's history. He had a great year. Every year, Steve seems to make his way to multiple spots on every list. He's done so on our list, I think, every year since we've had a list. Uh, as he has done with many other people. But think of how many cigars he had that came out this year yeah. alone. He had a huge, huge year. Yeah. You know, and, and I tell you, look, look you got to give it to the guy. Like, he knows how to market him. He knows how to, you know, go through the factory. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's talked about it. He claims, I don't know if this is, I don't know how accurate this is. I don't spend a lot of time in factories. He claims he orders more test samples of his you know, practice blends or, you know, his testing blends or whatever, you know, stuff he's working on. He claims he orders more testing samples than anyone else. I don't know if that's true. You know, it's Steve. Who knows? But what I do know is that his cigars are always performing very well. They score high and they score high on lists. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't lie. I mean, his cigars are fucking good. I mean, so it's no surprise. The, the, the Krakatoa was delicious. Um, I liked the Bewitched last year a lot. I think the Bewitched was also pretty high up on our list last year. Um, you know, the, the Krakatoa came out. And I'm like, all right, let's see. I smoked that cigar the first time. I'm like, yeah, this is on the list. <laughs> and I, I just, you know, it, it was, it was, it was awesome. I mean, what, what you know, what, what else can I say? I mean, I could just sit here and keep kissing Steve's ass all night, but I really don't want to. Don't I, give I, him the pleasure. No, I don't <laughs> want to give him the satisfaction. Um, you know, because I don't want to have to do it again later. So. Um, you know, it, it, look again. Great job by Steve. You know, he it was his number twelve. This is number twelve, so just outside the top ten. I know, but it's it's still high up on the list. Great job for, by uh, Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust uh, for getting on the list. And let me just I want to look at the list here. All right, so this is another one that I know Kevin was big on. Um, and um, great score. We reviewed this. We did. We did review on this the one. Smoking Tobacco website. High ratings. Ninety one or ninety? I think it was ninety one. I think it was ninety one. You have to go to smokingtobacco.com to find the review, but I think it was a 91. Kevin did the review. This cigar also came out this year. We talked about this a little bit uh, last month, maybe five, six weeks ago with Christian Aroa. This one is the Sensorium Asin. I believe that's how you say it. The eight, the eight Asin, Asin. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, there were two sizes. Um, this particular cigar, we reviewed this cigar. Um, it does have a little bit of a steep MSRP. This cigar has a MSRP of $65. Uh, a little steep of a price, especially for something from Asylum. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, $65 for an Asylum? Um, this cigar is, 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 is special, though. This has been a cigar that's been kind of a pet project of theirs for a while. And I know Christian and the Aroa family down in Honduras, um, on the farm where they grow their tobacco, 
Uh, they've been working with a, a special tobacco that they call a Pinot Reno, uh, which, uh, you know, Christian and I talked a lot about when he was on the show. Unfortunately, we didn't have, we haven't had Tom on, Tom Lazuka on the show to talk about this, but I'm trying to get him on the show again, too, so we can talk a little bit more about this, too. But uh, this, this is a cigar that was interesting. It, it was kind of different. A um, lot of flavor. This is a this is a crazy flavor bomb cigar. Um, the construction on it was also just excellent. Um, burned very well. Um, you know, goes hand in hand with you know the way that the the flavor was, the complexity. It burned well. The construction was well. The quality of the tobacco was really 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 superb, especially for the price. I mean, a lot of people will say, you know, once you start going over you know twenty thirty dollars, you know, is it really worth it? And there's a lot of debates on that, and we won't really get into that here. But what I will say is, like, if you're going to spend the money on the cigar, you're probably not going to hate yourself uh, if you smoke it because you'll find, you know, it was still pretty damn good. Um, it's, you know, it, it's one that I do recommend you try at least one of. Um, it, it's it's delicious. I, I know that they're they're working on some I, – I, I, they weren't really specific, but I know that – kind of alluded to they were working on some projects with that tobacco with some with some other cigars and some other things uh, i tried to ask if justo was also working with that tobacco but he wouldn't tell me so um you know but it'd be curious to see in the future but anyway this cigar was fantastic it scored really highly awesome cigar it tasted really well uh, shout out to cle asylum for uh for putting out such an amazing cigar and making it into almost the top 10. that was a number 11 so now we will enter the the top 10 so I'm going to bring this down. We're entering the top 10. Now, what's interesting about the top 10 is uh, Aaron Loomis, ba uh, <laughs> ba just here based on the description you provided, we'll have to catch the beginning. Well, Aaron, I'm going to put a little spoiler for you. Um, <laughs> this is our Don't catch the beginning. There was no Don't do it. Well, no. I mean, if he goes <laughs> to the beginning of, of this particular stream, when it's over, he'll see the whole list. You won't see anything else that we did because we, this is our fourth attempt to get this show up and running tonight. So, Aaron, I'm sorry. It, you're only going to see the list, but maybe that's all you want to see. That's fine. But we, we it's this, tonight's been a struggle. <laughs> all right, it's 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 been a struggle. So, um, it, it, I hope you enjoy it. It's not our best show, but we're here. We're doing it. Uh, but we're into the top ten now. Today, I'm going to pull this up. As I said before, there's only one other person whose whose list. Unfortunately, just are stuck in my face, and I have to just. But I've learned to just not think about it and be like, I'm gonna do my list. I don't care what he does. And that's Coop. And Coop texted me today, and he was very excited to see what we came up with. And oh, I forgot to mention one thing too um, about that one, which I wanted to address. Um, and maybe I'll do that at the end because it doesn't really matter right now. But. He, he gave me a prediction of 10 cigars that he called were uh, 10 stone-cold lead pipe blocks I see on your list tonight. Um, and so far, I think most of these are in the top 10. A couple of them were outside the top Let's 10, see. and some of them were not on the list at all. Um, but I'll put it in front of you. He has, so... Don't say anything, but... I'm, I was just going to say he has four correct, but not in the right order. Okay. That's okay. all I was going to say. Also, this Diamante. <laughs> we want to see the B-roll. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, man. <sighs> Everyone's here tonight. Jay Davis is here. Aaron Loomis is here. Mitchell's here. Garrett Baldwin's here. Christoph Jarrett is here. Um, Joe Seymour is here. 
I don't see Kevin and Barber anymore. I thought I saw Terrence Riley at some point. Terrence Riley was in there. Alan Rubin's here. That's not a surprise. Shout out to Danny Cook. He's here. Um, he's been catching our shows. Thanks for being here, bro. Um, Can you share the ashtray? Oh, I'm sorry. Your husband. Thank you. I'm so used to being <laughs> here just, by myself. I know. Um. Anyway, look so I know doing. That's some good. Look at that construction right there. That, that actually is. amazing. I know. All right, it doesn't look great from that side, but mm -hmm. it's good construction. I feel bad because I don't feel like I'm not giving the cigar enough justice because I haven't really been smoking it. Um, <laughs> Eddie Gary's here. Great. I'm glad Eddie's still here because he needs to be. Um, <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but um, I'm happy he's here. All right. We're going to number 10. So where are we at number 10? I just want to. All right. So uh, once again, from Nika Sueño, we have another cigar from Romacraft or made by Skip Martin um, on the list. And, and E.P. Carrillo. Yes. Yes. And E.P. Carrillo. And that is at number 10. Why is it not popping up? There it is. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the Quinn Quaginario from uh, Romacraft Tobacco. You know, this was a cigar that Skip worked on with uh, Ernie Carrillo uh, for his 50th. Um, th this cigar, I remember smoking it and being really excited by it. This was great. This was one of the first cigars that Nicole smoked after she had the baby. Um, I and think I it was three or four, but there was a lot of hype. I wanted to try it. Yeah. It yeah. was good. Yeah. This this one, in, you know, an honorable mention, it didn't make the list. Um, but, what, you know, while, while we're here. The intemperance. I, the intemperance. Ugh. The Volstad, the VO. I fought for it to be on the list. I, it time. was, uh, I know, it was, it was, it was tough. Um, this was tough. But uh, that was also another one. It didn't make the list, but it was very close. Um, you know, Romacraft had a good year. In, in our book, on our scale, Romacraft had a good year, um, as well as, you know, Nika Sueño, um, you know, with, with Postania also being on the list, too. Um, you know, they, they 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 did a great job this year with their stuff. I We've talked about the Intemperance, the Volstead, whether the pre-release or the, you know, the final release. Yeah, people have gone back and forth. Nicole and I personally really liked the pre-release. Yep. Uh, we thought that was fantastic. I was actually at Two Guys Smoke Shop when Skip and Mike were there. For Cigar Authority, when they, I think that's where they first released it, but they had the bundles there, and I got a bundle of it, and I said, okay, I said I'll, I'll grab a bundle, and I, I lit one up with Skip, and I was like, wow, this is really, really good, and I came home, and Nicole decided to try one, and she was like, ooh, I need to smoke more Roma Craft, and um, you know that. <laughs> it was, I think I went out and bought a bunch. Of yeah, Roma she bought a bunch of Roma Craft, <laughs> and we bought a bunch of the Quinn Quaternarios because they. It was like, hey, we got to grab these two, and we smoked a bunch of those, and we were like, wow, these are really, really good. So, um, you know, th this one made it onto the list. Um, I, I, I know that some other people had been really, you know, rated this one pretty high, but uh, th this one was a great cigar. I think this this was a really cool project, um, you know, for for what it represented and what it was, but it also performed really well. And it was really delicious. Um, so just, you know, it made it into the top 10. So there's number 10. So let's move on to number 9. Um, here we are. Number 9, the Lava Rada from Crown Heads. This was Crown Heads, like, big foray into the, 
I don't want to say ultra premium, but just on a, on, a, on a slightly higher premium scale. This cigar, for some reason, um, actually, I know why, but I, I, I don't know why. I always want to call it the Vigueros, which for those who don't know what that is, that is a line from Habanos. It's a Cuban cigar, um, and it kind of looks similar-ish. And it's got the the V, and it's I know it's different, and I hate and I hate for because I love the guys at Crown Heads, and I hate to like make them feel like you know that, but it's true. I I can't help it. I keep like wanting to think it's the Vigueros from Habanos, but it's it's not. It's a different cigar. It, it throws me off every time. But this cigar was great. I smoked this cigar, and I'll be honest with you, the first one I had was a show sample, and you guys know how we feel about show samples, um, and it was wasn't that great it was very tight and it was kind of plugged and i was like oh no and then i said listen it's a show sample fuck that go buy fresh ones and i did and i'm so happy i did because these were like nothing like the show sample <laughs> they were way way better um i even know i know kevin i know kevin would love these as well um i think i think mitchell i think we got these up to mitchell in canada it, it's tough because mitchell doesn't get quite everything that we have just because of the Canada situation. Um, but I know Kevin was also really into the cigar as well. And we talked a lot about this and um, this, this was a monster hit for them. Um, you know, crown heads has been doing some great stuff the last couple of years. Um, you know, the last Calaveras this year I thought was good. Didn't quite get the votes to make the list. Um, it, that was kind of a little mixed on our team. Um, I, I thought it was good, but uh, as well as the, um, the new Mil Diaz, the the Topes, I think, is the to I forget how you say that, um, but that one, that one I know was popular too. Again, those two didn't really get the votes to make the list, but the Lavareda did. On uh, the Toro size, fantastic cigar. They did a great job with this. It, it's exciting to see Crown Heads continue to expand, kind of what they have going on in their portfolio. So, um, just a huge shout out to them. Congrats to them for making it onto the list at number nine. Let's pull that down. I like how you did all these too. Um, so. The uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I, I I've been trying not to but I I feel it's necessary so the first the first of I think uh, where are we yeah this is the first of two for this company so stay tuned uh, but at number eight from Geneva Switzerland it's Davidoff that's right the white label. White Label was out in full force this year. They, 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 there was, there was a lot going on with them, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about, maybe more about that on Spare Notes this weekend. Um, but the first thing that 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 came that came out that I just I became obsessed with, and I know that other guys on the team did too, was the signature number one, the limited edition collection uh, from the signature line. Um, it's not officially called the Lancero, although it's very Lancero-like. I don't have the exact dimensions in front of me, but um, maybe Nicole has them. But uh, this was a cigar that I bought boxes of, and I still have some. Um, I loved this cigar. It, it, I became obsessed with this cigar. Um, it, it has been one of my favorites all year. Um I remember I grabbed a box. I was at PCA in Las Vegas, and I was just in the mood for one, and I was at Davidoff of Geneva, 
and they had a box and I know that I probably should have bought it back home, <laughs> not in Las Vegas, but I bought a box in Las Vegas just cause I wanted, I wanted to have them. I just the, the cigar was just on my mind and I was like, I, I, I just, I want to grab a box. I don't care what it is. I'm grabbing the box and I grabbed that box and I started smoking them during the trade show. I think I had like four of them. They were just, they were on fire. You know, there's just, there's something about that, that creamy, that soft, milder Dominican, Davidoff taste that it's very difficult to replicate. Um, oh, here you do have in front of you. Yeah, it's a seven and a half by 39. They call it officially the Panatella Larga, um, is the size that they call it. Again, it's 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 kind of Lancero we like, but Davidoff does not call it that. Um, but yeah, this this there's a taste on on their on the on the white label, the classic white label stuff, like Anniversario, Grand Cru, the Signature, the Millennium. There's just something about that taste that it's just it's very difficult to replicate, and there's a reason why those brands and those those lines and those blends are so legendary, um, and that you know they perform the way they do, um, you know, with Davidoff, and it's a reason why they're they're so high up on the list. You know, once again, you know. A major release like that comes out, you know, um, limited edition, and you know it, it earned its way high up on the list. So you know, shout out to Davidoff, you know, once again just crushing it, um, just awesome release. So that brings us to that was number eight, right? So that brings us to number seven. Sorry, I'm trying to keep the the, the text is so small over here on the little sidebar, but I don't want it super big because then I can't see the broadcast. Um, at number seven, the Papa's for the H99. Papas Fritas from Drew Estate. Um, this was a big year for uh, H99. It was a big year for Liga Pravada. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you went to the Barn Smoker in... Not this year. 22. Yeah. 22. Uh, I was going to go, but unfortunately I was in Miami with Carney getting into shenanigans. So Nicole went to the Barn Smoker by herself. Uh, and then this year we were having a baby during the connecticut barn smoker which is the closest one to us it was due that weekend so <laughs> we couldn't go so I, I didn't get to go but nicole went and um got to see a lot of the tobaccos that, that go into these cigars and you know they talked a lot about liga and say hey it's gonna be a big year for liga in 23 and it really was they added several sizes to the h99 line they added um a european release of the liga anniversario of the liga 10 Liga 10 and Avsario. Um, the Selection de Mercado, I think is how you pronounce that one. Um, so, yeah, it was a big year for Liga. It was a big year for Liga. They did they did a lot. But the Papas Fritas was cool. This was one of the freestyle live cigars. And I thought it was really awesome because I'm a personally, I'm a big fan of H99. Um, and I know everyone else on the team is, is pretty big on those blend too. To see them come out in a small format that you know at a nice price point with that same tobacco in it it was just it was a home run it was it was such a home run like we we got these cigars we we smoked everything we had that we had that we i know i bought more i think kevin and barbara bought more and i smoked one today and it you had so one good. today it, it's like the perfect short smoke i don't know when you just need that like i don't know that burst of flavor the, the size is fantastic when you when you want something that's quick it took um, me about a half hour. With some good tobaccos in it with, with a lot of flavor. Um, and you don't quite have time for that full cigar. The Papas Fritas, I mean, it's awesome. And, and the the original Papas Fritas is, is delicious as well. I, I, I love those. Um, 
But the H99 has become probably my favorite Liga blend. And when they came out with the Papas Fritas, I was like, this is interesting. And I'm excited. I don't know why I'd, I couldn't see them doing something like that. But when it, when it came out, I was like, but hey, you know, I'll try it. And I did. And I, I had like eight of them that I got from from, from a lounge, uh, Drew Estate Lounge that's near us. And I, I killed all of them. Uh, they were just so good, and they were so easy to smoke. And I was like, you know, why not? I just, I just kept grabbing them. Um, and I was like, yeah, this has, this has to be on the list. I mean, how can you go wrong? It's a great buy. It's a great value. It's good tobacco. It's it's a killer blend. I mean, you know, this is a staple that I think everyone should have. It's 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 awesome. And it's the H99 is kind of different from the other leagues. It's not, you know, like the number nine, the T52, are much fuller, richer, you know, cigars and. It's not that this one's mild, but it's not like the other two. It's it's a different kind of change of pace, and in the small size, it also performs really well. So um, shout-out to Drew Estate. Great job. Number seven in the top ten, um, which will take us to number six. Let's see. Our friends at Room 101. I know that Shadow One may or may not be here with us tonight, um, but Shadow One was harassing me before the show. GFY. Um, Sorry. If you saw some of the Instagram comments that were made during our technical difficulties, <laughs> GFY, but I still love you. They thought they were number one. They thought they were cool. They were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, your list went on too long. They said, you know what, Shadow? You, you got to learn to be patient. All right. You got a good spot. You got, you got number six. All right. So one thing I'm going to say about this is I think we have the perfecto shown I, I it's meant, the only picture I could find. I know. The si the specific size was the Robusto size. And I will tell you, that was a size. So I don't really smoke a lot at the trade show. right? Now, the Perfecto size came out before. Actually, I think he released this before the sale to STG. Uh, it, was, it was a release that he did with Luxury Cigar Club. It was a limited run. Uh, and then this year, he had, Matt announced, like, you know, going to be making it a core line thing. He's going to have the 10-count Perfecto, but then he's going to have 20-count Robustos and Toros. And I was very excited about that um, because I really loved this blend. And I was very excited, you know, that he was making it a core line because I had some limiteds left, but I was running low. And I was like, huh. And I would text him and say, uh, are you going to make more of these? Because uh, I want to buy more. Uh, and, of course, I get the, the Matt Booth answer, which is extremely vague. Um, and I was getting disappointed. And then I saw that these were coming out, you know, you know, full, full time. And, uh, I was excited, but back to my original comment, Nicole, I know you weren't at the trade show this year, but as you know, I don't smoke a lot on the trade show floor just because of how much we have going on. But I'm just going to say this, um, and it goes against the media man's code on the samples, but at general's booth this year, they had baskets of samples at every you know, brand facing that they had. They had this wide open booth with, you know, like Partagas, and then they had Room 101, and then they had, you know, Diesel. And then there was a basket, and it was full of samples of whatever it was that they were showcasing. And there was a big old basket of samples of the Robustos, of the Johnny, the JT. And I'm not going to lie to you, and I know Dave Mealy's here. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I kept sneaking into the Forge booth and I kept taking more because I just, they were so fucking good. I kept smoking them and I started smoking them while I was doing the show and I was just like, I don't even care. Like if it gets in the way, like these are so good. 
I loved those cigars. I must have smoked half of a box on the trade show floor, which I've never really publicly admitted until now. <laughs> but I just, I really, I really loved those. I, I went up to Matt and I was like, can I take some more of these? Bro, you may take what you need. I'm like, well, fucking don't tell me twice. Um, these were great. And I know Kevin, you know, smoked a bunch of these and I know Mitchell had them and he loved them. And it was the talk. It was the talk of the club, um, for the last couple of months. The, these cigars were fantastic. Uh, it was just a great mild blend with enough flavor to really keep you in there, but it wasn't overpowering. Wasn't, wasn't going to kill you. Uh, really, really well made. I believe, I believe these are made at the Oliva factory. I could be wrong. I, something tells me it's Oliva. Um, but regardless, just a great release, great tobacco, great blend. Just everything about it was perfect. Um, I, and I know that this is this has become something that Matt has has done. He's been working with the theme with his other non-cigar related Rim One One stuff, which is kind of cool. I don't know where he's going with it, but this seems to be his new mascot. So um, shout out to him at number six. So we're getting to the top five, and my cigar needs to be touched up again. I'm sorry. But um, how about this? How about I bring up number five, and I'll let you start us off because I know you had this cigar. And uh, you remember what the cigar is, right? Number five? No. <laughs> Come on. What? You don't remember? No. Hold on. I uh, should know. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Number four is the one I was going to have you jump in on. Uh, number five. That's okay. Number five. I actually didn't get to smoke number five, if I'm being honest, although it's still on my list because hmm. I've heard such great things. I've seen it on a bunch of lists, actually. Nicole gets a pass on that, though, because she was pregnant last year, so she didn't have a lot of time. August, and now I have Nicole didn't get old. to smoke everything she wanted to, so she, no. gets, she gets a pass because she had a very good excuse. Um, but at number five, we saw another, um, another release under the Ferri Otego name. That's right. With the Suma, specifically the Torpedo. I think that was the size of choice. Um, for everyone here, that's the size we reviewed. That's the size that got, I believe, a 91. Um, Kevin reviewed that a few months ago. It scored very highly. Um, this was a cigar. This was the first uh, Coraline Ferriotego branded cigar. So the Generoso and the Elegancia that Michael has released every year since the inception have been special releases um, that have come out once a year. The Suma is a mainstay core line brand under the Ferrotego name that's outside of the Timeless and Metropolitan that are, you know, the legacy. I know he doesn't like when we say it, the Nat German brands. I'll whisper it. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this was cool. This was something different. I, I know that uh, he, 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 he got a lot of attention on this cigar. And I'll be honest with you, this was another one. The first one I smoked, I was like, yeah, I don't get it. There's, there's something wrong with this cigar. And... Um, I acquired several more and I smoked another one and I said, okay, this one, okay, I get it now. And I just I continued to smoke them and they got a little bit better. Kevin, I know was huge, huge on this. Not hard to figure out. If anyone saw his review, you got an outstanding review. Um, 91 points. Um, you know, what can I, what else can I say? I mean, it, it, it's, it's nice to see Mike. It's nice to see Mike still out there doing what he loves, doing what he does, doing what he does best, and uh, and performing top of the list. Um, you know, in the top in the top five, um, you know, it, it, it's nice to see. It's nice to see him 
you know where he is and you think just uh, what two years ago just just uh, just under two years ago now um everything he went through to get his brand started and, and he's back out there and 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 here he is he's he's keeping the momentum going just just hitting it man so good for him uh let's see cruising right along i know it's getting late uh number four mccallif black this was in the Toro size specifically. Um, this was a cigar that I noticed. I noticed the right off the bat when I first smoked it. I said this one's going to be a serious contender. Um, and it made a lot of lists. It made a lot of lists from what I hear. Um, it got number one. It got number one with Cigar Authority. Yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, good for those guys. Uh, but it did it did rank at number four with us. Um, this cigar was was one that I th- I think will change McAuliffe. Um, I think I think this is perhaps the best cigar that McAuliffe has ever released. Um, great cigar for the value as well. This is an eight dollar cigar. There are cigars that are in this same you know profile and range that are going for a little bit less than half than twice the price. Uh, which are also still good cigars, but you know for the value, it's really hard to beat this. I think McAuliffe has i don't want to how do i say this i don't i don't want to say turn a new leaf but they they they've been they've been doing a lot of things and they've been they've been doing well but i think the black is a cigar that's really going to change the game for them but it's also just been a huge year from them they partnered with all saints sorry that's okay <laughs> they partnered with, um with all saints with mickey peg mm-hmm. um they came out with the cigar there's just some new things going on there and they're all good yeah, I mean, you got to give them credit. I mean, they've been making a lot of effort with a lot of things, but they 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 put in they they put a lot into that black. And I remember yeah. hearing rumblings and teasings from them, you know, several months before. Like, hey, we have this project; it's going to be different. Indian was so excited about it. Very excited about it. He's like, just 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 picture this, and I'm like, okay, a whatever. Sexy little black dress. That's all he would tell us. He's like, just think like a sexy little black dress. And that was the thing he kept saying. I was like, all right, we'll see what this is all about. <laughs> and then the uh, and then the black came out, and I was at the Cigar Authority when um, when Andy Yaffe, who, who used to be with the company, and Amanda McAuliffe were there uh, for one of the launches of that cigar. And I smoked it with Andy. I smoked both sizes, and the robusto was 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 all right. But the Toro is where it shines, one hundred percent. The Toro is where it shines, um, and I knew that was going to score high. <clears throat> the top four were all pretty tough, but um, but nonetheless, it, it it scored it scored pretty well. And and, and congrats to McCalla for for being up there on the towards the top of the list. All right, number three. Um, this one I did smoke. This one, you sp- <laughs> I think we all we all smoked this one. This one's not going to surprise anybody. I think no. I think I think the next, the next the next few are not going to surprise many people. Nope. Um, number three. Guess who? That's right. It's <laughs> your boy, Steve Saka. There it is. I'm sure everyone was waiting for it to arrive. There it is. The Papa Saka. Everyone talked all about it. Mike Rita Black, the new size. Saka Khan made the list last year. The Papa Saka made the list this year. It was so good. This was like the second cigar I smoked after I had my baby. Yeah, it she didn't so start good. off mild and work her way back. She was like, I'm going <laughs> no, right no. to Steve. And she just well, went I, right I had bought a box when I was pregnant because I loved the Saka Con so much, but I do prefer a smaller cigar sometimes. So I splurged. I bought so many cigars in that last trimester because I was just craving cigars so much. 
Um, and I had bought a box of this without being able to smoke them right away. Yeah. And it, was, it sucks because they sold out. I bought them at like that first. Um, you bought them during that, su- the first release of Smoke Ins, the summer of Saka. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people like missed that train and the pregnant person who couldn't smoke them right away got a box, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. So good. Um, they were know. amazing. Do you want uh, question? Do you want to go fix that before I do the other? No, wait. Okay. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. All right. So that's number three. Um, huge shout <laughs> out to Steve. Those are his. Those are his spots on the list. He scored. He scored towards the top. I think. I think a lot of people are probably not going to be surprised. I, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to keep going into it. You guys all know. You can. You guys know. It's Steve. He did well. No surprise. Number two. Number two. Uh, this was a cigar that, um, in a way, was also like a line extension of a pretty well-known uh, brand. And Nicole and I actually had the opportunity to smoke the cigar before it was released, which is something that we've actually probably never publicly disclosed. Um, but while we're here, for the sake of the conversation, I'll just tell you that um, this was something that we, we got to smoke when we were uh, in the factory while it was in post-production, but it wasn't formally announced yet. Um, and, uh, it, it was phenomenal. And I was like, wow, this is something, this, this is something. And I said, I remember looking at Nicole and be like, this, this could be when it, whenever it does get released at the time, there was, there was no timetable, uh, disclosed to us, but it, it eventually this cigar gets released. It says a real shot at number one and it made it to number two. Uh, it was it was really tough. These these this one and two. Uh, we as a team we went back and forth on, um, and this one landed at number two. But it, it was a real real shot at number one, and this one is going to be from Arturo Fuente, the Don Carlos Eye of the Bull, uh, that we saw released this year. It was first kind of teased at the trade show in twenty two, because it was accidentally put in the display. And Carlito was very upset about that because it was not supposed to be shown. And people kept asking about it. And they were like, no, 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 no. We're not, it, I don't know why it's there, but we're not talking about it. They would not talk about it. Later that year, we were in the factory. And they said, hey, do you, you guys want to try this? And I said, okay. And, and he told us what it was. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the box. And he was like, oh, I can't believe that was there. But he's like, no, it's something that we've been working on. This was actually a project of uh, Ciro Casella, uh, Executive Vice President of Tabacalera Fuente Isia, um, for several years now. And it's a short little cigar. But I'll tell you, that little cigar will pack some punch. And it, it, you get a lot of time out of that, too. I, I know Kevin got over an hour out of that little cigar uh, mm-hmm. during his reviews. I didn't get over an hour. I smoked that just a couple of days ago. Mm. Um, I would say about an hour because it is, you know, on the stronger side. So you want to pace yourself, but it was good. Yeah, very, very flavorful. That that really, the Cameroon wrapper on that cigar really shines in that size. I that's I've smoked several of them. The Cameroon wrapper just really shines, and you can really taste it, and it's really, really nice. Um, they are ready to smoke out of the box. There's no extra aging needed. Probably wouldn't hurt, but they're just flawless. Just delicious. The construction on them was almost perfect. The burn line, the ash, everything about it was just almost perfect. Um, 
hats off to Arturo Fuente. Um, they know how to make cigars down there. I'll give them that. They they did a great job with this. So that's our number two cigar of the year. So now it's time for number one. So everyone who is kind of hung in there to find out what number one is, um, it now is the time. So as I said before in the beginning of the show, this was a, this was a tough list to put together. There was um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that came out with a lot of hype that kind of fell flat, and then there was some really good stuff that came out and. That top of the list was really tough, um, especially those these top two. Um, but decisions were made, and uh, this year, the number one cigar of the year for smoking tobacco comes from the Dominican Republic. And the company who owns it is from Geneva, Switzerland, and it goes to Davidoff. At number one, it's the Anniversario, number one, from Davidoff, the limited edition collection. Um, this cigar was one that we knew was coming out. Um, it was announced early in the year when Davidoff had announced all of their limited edition stuff. The Millennium Lancero, the signature number one, which you saw earlier on the list, this cigar... Um, and I was waiting for it to come out, and it finally did. And it, oh, I almost forgot about it, to be honest with you. But it came out in the fall, just in time for our deadline. And I, I Nicole was already like, "Hey, we gotta get those. We gotta get those." And I was like, "Oh yeah." And um, you know, we we finally did. And uh, I know Kevin, Kevin was um, was on this. He bought a couple of boxes, um, which I, I he's been smoking them. And when it came time to put the list together, there was there was a small handful of names that were like, all right, who's going to be at number one? This was one of the first names. The Eye of the Bull was one of the, one of the first names. Um, Papa Saka was one of the names. And it was really like those three. The McAuliffe Black was thrown in. Ultimately, we kind of decided, I think the McAuliffe Black's going to fall somewhere between top three, top five. Um, but the other three, it was it was tough. It was, we knew that number one was one of those three um, on a lot of factors. Um, everyone on the team loved them. Um, they performed well. I mean, it, we've been talking about them all night. I, I'm not going to just keep, you know, repeating myself, but it was tough. It was a tough year. And ultimately, you know, we, we've done re-smokes and we go through our process and this was the cigar. This was, I was having a conversation uh, with Nicole and I had a conversation with Kevin and this this was the cigar. Um, I I can't tell you anything that you probably don't already know about Davidoff and the Anniversario blend. It's a legendary blend. You all know what it is. You've probably smoked at least one in your life. Um, it's when I think of Davidoff Anniversario is perhaps my favorite blend. To see it in this size, this is a bigger size, um, not quite the A size, but it, it is a it is a larger format. I personally really enjoy those, as does you know many of the people on the team. Um, but um, I, I, I just I thought that they hit it out of the park with this one. Now, having said that, you know people do line extensions on cigars, and they will come out with you know larger sizes, smaller sizes of, of an existing blend everybody loves, and it can, it can be tricky because sometimes you know not every size works in every blend. Um, so I mean, it wasn't like a guarantee, like. The Anniversario blend, which we all know and love. I know Nicole has enjoyed that that brand. Um, 
and you know but you got to smoke it and try it and we we put them through the ring and it's <laughs> yeah it stands up to that davidoff reputation um it stands up with the rest of the anniversario line um the quality's there the consistency's there i mean it's 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 it it's it's perfect on every aspect this cigar is fantastic kevin does have a review of this cigar that i know is supposed to be uh it was supposed to be released this week but unfortunately there was a little bit of a delay but uh this cigar is currently being reviewed by kevin um obviously you guys know now it's it's going to score extremely high extremely high um but it is our it is our 2023 cigar of the year uh, so congratulations to everyone at Davidoff. I know Eddie Garrow was with us tonight um, and, and, to, and to several other folks over there that I know. Um, again, this was a tough year for the list to, to put together. There was a lot of good competition. There was a lot of stuff that was needed to be re-smoked and, and looked, and there was some stuff that was on the list and went off the list and back and forth. But we put our list together um, the best we could. And this is what we came up with, and we're really happy with it. So really proud of, you know, the list that we put together tonight. And I want to thank everyone for watching the show tonight um, and being with us and waiting through all the technical difficulties. I, again, I apologize so much. I'm so sorry for all of those uh, issues in the beginning. And one thing to mention is we have a deadline on our list, mm -hmm. which I don't think we talked about. But if there are some cigars that were released towards the tail end, um, I believe, what, October 31st is our cutoff? Halloween, yeah. Halloween is our cutoff. So if cigars were released after the 31st they weren't considered so um just want to disclose that because there were a couple cigars that i've seen on other people's lists that potentially could be contenders for us next year but it just doesn't give our whole team um ample time to review those cigars when they come out um after october 31st we gotta you know mule them up to canada to get to mitchell and um <laughs> you know it's a whole process so um you know, so I just want to disclose that, too, um, that our list runs after October 31st. Yeah, a lot of people had, like, yeah. you know, had made some predictions on some stuff. Yeah. And I said, unfortunately, those cigars, have been, are, are their uh, eligibility has been pushed to 2024. Yeah. Um, so far, the forecast for 2024 is looking a little bit different. So there's already out of the gate, there's a couple of cigars that uh, have a, had a lot of hype to them um, that we're, you know, excited to get into. We probably won't, um, you know, until the end of the year. So we won't get too far into it. But <laughs> there's there's been a few that, you know, are have been pretty good so far. And then there was a couple that had a lot of hype that we've already kind of test smoked and were major disappointments. So and you'll probably find out which ones those are pretty soon. Uh, I think I might I might talk about some of those on a show coming up. But um, but yeah, 2023 is over. Finally, <laughs> it's been it's been a long year. It's been an exhausting year. It's just been a crazy year for us, both here at Smoking Tobacco and, you know, Nicole and I personally, as well as everyone else on the team. Everyone's kind of gone through a lot of different stuff. So I'm just happy it's over. And I hope that 2024 is a little bit easier, <laughs> to say the least, on, on all fronts. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy year. Uh, so that's our list. Congratulations to Davidoff and everyone else who made the list. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been fun, but uh, we'll do it all again at the end of this year. So there's always next year, guys, you know, and uh, I'm excited to see what happens this year, especially with the uh, the trade show being earlier and how that might affect certain releases. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens this year. It's going to be uh, be different for sure. That's my prediction. Yeah. So any cigars that you thought like, were should be on the list that 
they, they just came out. They, they, they did not make the list. They're just they're probably going to be on the list this year. Um, we also have our awards. I'm not doing that tonight. Don't worry. I've dragged you through enough. Um, but the uh, the awards will be announced soon. Uh, we have we have several of those to give away. We're actually still finalizing a couple of them, um, and we'll get those out to you. But uh, speaking of which, um, and I know he's here, Eddie Guerra from Davidoff will be on the show in two weeks, I think, a couple weeks. I, I don't remember the exact date off the top of my head, but he, he's coming on very soon. So very fitting um, to have him coming on soon. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this and probably some of the other projects that they've been working on. Um, such as the Year of the Dragon, which is another one that they've got in their repertoire that we'll we'll probably talk a lot about. There's been a lot going on with that brand recently, so um, keep an eye out for that show. Like I said, it's coming up uh, right here, same place, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern. This Saturday, Spare Nose returns. I wanted to tell people that because I've gotten a lot of questions. It's, it was a lot of downtime that we took. Um, just on a personal note for everybody um spare notes returns this weekend so we'll be back saturday night don't stress and um we'll have a good time so with that guys thank you for watching that's our show this week congratulations to everyone who made the list and we'll see you next week take care everybody bye everyone thank you for spending your time with us at smoking tobacco please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content and as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.